Let's get started. So just lie on your back and feel how your contact with the floor feels tonight. Feel the length of each leg. How easily your leg rests on the floor, really rests on the floor. And the length of your back. How much is in contact with the floor? These mats are really kind of nice as mirrors, aren't they? You can feel a lot of detail about which ribs touch the floor and which don't. Yeah, it's pretty clear that way. And then your arms, your shoulders, that whole area, the space behind your neck and what that feels like. And where that spot is at the back of your head that rests on the floor. It's really interesting to notice if that's always the same spot from time to time when you lie down. Would it wear your hair away at the same spot if you lay this way all the time? Or does it change between the beginning and the end of a lesson? And another way to feel the same thing is to get a sense, if you just opened your eyes and looked straight ahead, what would straight ahead mean? Is it a little bit over your head? Is it directly in front of you? Is it towards your feet? Just feel that. And then roll over and come onto your stomach. So lying face down like this, uh, place both your hands, one on top of the other, it doesn't matter which one, and your forehead on top of your hands. So your face is looking down, your elbows kind of out to the side. And here, you know, pay attention with the mats. It's easy to use the mats in a way that might actually push your head or push your neck back if you're using the cushions and you don't want that effect. You want to feel fairly at rest. Or maybe more at home lying on our backs and lying on our sides, less at home lying on our stomachs. But see how at home you feel, what pushes in, what rests comfortably. And see if we can shift that over the next little while. And notice kind of the width. You just put your legs a certain width apart. I didn't specify anything. You made your own kind of, did your own habitual thing. Try bringing your legs closer together so that they touch one another and see what that brings about. You can kind of feel like, well, why didn't you do that in the first place? Does it change the comfort of your low back? Does it require work from your hips? What does it require? And just do that a few times. Put your legs back to the width that you would have put them without instruction and then bring them so that they're touching the entire length. And just see what difference it makes to the degree to which you feel at home in that position, as it were. Just a few times at your own pace, put them together, take them apart. 
So often in Feldenkrais, we're feeling the movement, right? And this is a bit different. I'm asking you to feel what does the one position feel like and what does the other position feel like? And then stay with your legs together, the whole length of your legs together, and just lift your feet far enough away from the ground, bend at your knees so that you can flex and extend your ankles. And just a few times... Flex and extend your ankles. Again, it's a small movement, but like with everything we do, you don't do the maximum. Just do flex without putting any strain or effort into it. Extend without putting any particular strain or effort into it. Just to feel yourself what you're doing with your feet. And it's kind of interesting like this. How clearly can you feel what you're doing with your feet? Or are they kind of out of sight, out of mind. This is just a chance for you to get a bit acquainted with your feet and what your feet are doing. You bend them both at the same time, extend them both at the same time. With the whole length of your legs and the inside borders of your feet touching one another, if that's feasible. If it creates any kind of strain or discomfort, then you make your own approximation, we say. So, okay, you don't have to touch all the way if it's a strain. Okay. Good, and then just rest. Rest with your legs whatever comfortable distance apart. If you want to turn your head or adjust yourself, rest in a somewhat different position, you can do that. And then bring your legs together again and bend your knees so that your bottom legs, the bottom half of your legs are vertical to the floor. Your feet are facing the ceiling. So you bend your knees at a 90 degree angle. So you are sitting in a chair, your legs. And just now like this, begin to flex and extend your ankles. Lengthen your heel, then lengthen your toes, alternate both feet at the same time and see if they travel easily at the same time. Do they kind of veer off to one side or the other? All sorts of interesting things you can notice about this. Does one of your feet feel more sort of present or more in your control? your toes be quiet so your whole forefoot just extends and then folds towards your shin without your toes necessarily clenching or doing anything special as you do that. Good, okay, and then rest again. Bring your legs down. Place them comfortable distance apart. If you want to half roll to your side or do anything with your head, anything different to rest, just do what you like to do to rest.
and then place both of your hands, one on top of the other, on your forehead now. Place now your right hand on top of your left. And bend your left leg, just your left leg, so your left foot is towards the ceiling. And a few times, try, feel what it's like to lift your left knee away from the floor and then put it down again. Let's try really easily a few times. So your foot, your leg's bent at 90 degrees, your left leg bent, and it stays bent like that. And can you just lift your left knee a little bit away from the floor and then put it down again? Just lift and lower. And every time you put it down again, make sure you really put it down and you stop. You don't just continue, lift and put it down, but you lift your leg, put it down. It might not be very easy. It might be like it feels like something gets in the way from you doing this. And for now, don't push against what gets in the way. Just notice, feel. Feel what's helping you. Feel what feels like it's less helpful. Add a few times. And then leave your knee on the ground and keep your knee bent, but leave your knee on the ground. And begin now to lift your right elbow away from the floor. So your right hand stays on the floor and you bend at the wrist and you lift your right elbow a little bit away from the floor. And feel what that's like. Just explore it slowly. You might just lift a little wee bit at first. It might not be completely clear. Where can your shoulder blade go to let that happen? What happens right in the front of your shoulder itself? Does it lift away from the floor, go down towards the floor? Does your neck let this happen? Let's try a few times. Lift your right elbow away from the floor, bending at the wrist. Put it down again. And then lift your left knee and your right elbow at the same time. Your left knee and your right elbow at the same time. Really easy movement, a movement where lift and come down again. And then leave your elbow and lift just your knee from the floor. See if that changed. Did that shift a little bit, what that feels like? And lifting your knee from the floor like this, can you let it get a little bit faster? Head towards tapping your knee on the floor. Just see, to make a movement quicker, you have to make it smaller. See if you can head towards just tapping your knee on the floor a few times. Speed it up, slow it down. And then leave your knee and try the same thing with your elbow. Lift your right elbow from the floor and put it down. 
and see, maybe that's getting easier already. And then see if you can tap, start to tap your right elbow like a little wing that's flapping. Can you make it faster, smaller, lighter? Tap, tap, tap. I mean, your own speed. Don't let that force you to a particular speed. My little tap, tap, tap. Find your own slightly faster butterfly wing-like flapping of your elbow. Speed it up, slow it down. And then leave that and again lift your elbow and lift your knee at the same time. See what that's like now. And can you let that get faster, the simultaneous tapping of your elbow and your knee? It's a funny idea. Like everything we do, it's looking for it that gets you somewhere. Not necessarily achieving anything, but look for it. Try. And then leave your elbow. And once or twice, just lift your left knee. Feel what lifting your left knee is like now. Feel if you have a different idea of what that can be to lift your knee. And then leave that and roll onto your back. And take a rest lying on your back. As you lie on your back, feel what's changed in your contact with the floor. Has anything changed? How your right shoulder rests, feeling of the length of your left and right legs. Your breathing. And then roll onto your stomach again. And place your left hand on top of your right, and again your forehead on top of your hands. And bend your right knee so that your right foot is facing towards the ceiling. And a few times, lift your right knee from the floor and see what that's like on this side. It's really interesting to feel as you do this, where does your weight shift in your belly and your chest? 
Do you get heavier in your right hip joint or does that lift away from the floor? Does your weight move more to your left side or your right side as you lift your right leg, your right knee from the floor? And if it's not possible to lift your knee, then your goal is to see can you make your knee a little bit lighter, even just make it a little lighter so somebody could more easily pull a piece of paper out from underneath it. And then leave your knee and begin to lift your left elbow away from the floor. And your left hand stays on the floor. You bend at the left wrist. Lift your left elbow away from the floor. And feel, if you imagined uh, somebody sitting just perching on the inside border of your left shoulder blade at the base of your neck towards your spine, Where would that move as you lift your left elbow? Would it move up towards your neck? Would it move straight back towards your spine? Would it move back and down towards somewhere a little bit lower in your spine? Where would that corner of your shoulder blade move? If you can feel that. And the great thing about things you can't feel in Feldenkrais is that you're perfectly free to imagine them. Because if you imagine them, your brain will start to match up your actual kinesthetic sensations with your imagination. So even an imperfect imagination is very, very useful. It's giving your brain one side of the equation, and it's going to start to work away at connecting it to your actual sensation inside your body your inner perception of yourself. Just feel where does your shoulder blade move as your wrist? What happens to your weight of the front against the ground? And then pause for a moment. Leave your elbow down, but stay in the same basic position. Unless you have some need to take a rest, you can do what you want to, of course, but basically stay. And now just think, begin by just thinking about lifting your left elbow and your right knee at the same time. And think about all of that space in between your right hip and your left shoulder blade. And how are these two things going to connect up? Even in your mind's eye, you can find in your mind's eye, you're interfeeling the back of your right hip joint. And draw a line on a diagonal, very steep diagonal, crossing your spine somewhere towards your left upper arm. Feel that line. And once you, again, you just have an image now, you have a sense, you have an internal feeling of where that connection might be. It might or might not be where you actually feel the connection. But now you've got something your brain can use to compare So now lift your left elbow and your right knee at the same time and feel how do those two things relate across this diagonal in your back? Do they relate?
Do that a few times and see. Once you have a bit of a sense of a clear connection, can you let it speed up? Can you do it faster, smaller, faster, lighter? You can vary the speed, you can slow down again. Very slow and gradual. And then see what happens if you try to make it faster, more like a tap, tap, tap. And then pause, stay in the same position, but pause. Try just your right knee. Lift your right knee and feel what's kind of the direction your knee lifts in. What's the ease? Where does your weight go in the front? Great. And leave that. Bring your leg down. Roll over onto your back and take a rest on your back now. Just bend your knees and bring your knees up over your chest. And hold on uh, beneath your, uh, each hand beneath the kneecap, you call it, on each side, on the front of the upper shin. And just bring your knees gently towards yourself and a little bit away. So we've all been going kind of in one direction with the back, with extension, and that's be a little bit of a shocker for the back. So just to lengthen your back muscles, do the opposite of what we've been doing. Let your low back sink into the floor and relax a little. And then lengthen your legs and rest. And then come onto your stomachs again. And lie with, lie with one hand on top of the other. It doesn't matter which one. And your forehead on top of your hands. Bring your legs together, the length of your leg. Length of your legs. And bend your knees towards the ceiling. And now flex and extend your ankles, but as you... Uh, flex your ankles as you lengthen your heel. Bring your heels towards your buttocks. And as you lengthen your uh, forefeet, as you point your toes, as you point your forefeet, don't really do anything with your toes, but point your forefeet, then bring your legs back to the vertical or farther out. So you bend and extend your knees at the same time that you're bending and extending your ankles. Obviously, you're bending and extending two things together. There's two different ways you could do it. So you can 
Bend your forefeet towards your shins as you bring your heels towards your pelvis. Lengthen your heels as you bring your heels towards your pelvis. Or the opposite. Why doesn't everybody try both? So as you bring your heels towards your pelvis, uh, extend your ankles, point your toes. Try that. That might be what you were already doing or it might be something different for you. And again, nothing to the maximum. So um, you don't have to take your legs all the way to the floor and you don't have to really literally try to touch your buttocks with your heels. You're just going in those directions. So that's one option. And now feel how different it is if you bend your ankles as you take your heels towards your pelvis. So it's like everything's folding at the same time. Bend your ankles, take your heels towards your pelvis. And then extend your ankles as you take your heels away from your pelvis. And feel what kind of connection there is in that, what kind of synergy there is in that. And then leave that and stretch out your legs and take a rest. You can stay lying face down, but take a rest with your legs, your elbows, your arms, your head in whatever position is good for you to rest on your stomach. And it's interesting to notice as we go in these rests, is it getting any easier to lie face down like this? Maybe your knees push into the floor a little bit less or your neck accommodates more easily to it. Maybe. And then now with your knees apart, leave your knees apart and bend your knees. Actually take your knees a little bit further apart than you started with. So take your knees further apart than your uh, resting position would be. Take your legs further apart than your resting position would normally be. And bend your knees so your feet are towards your ceiling. And now start to take your legs, take your feet from side to side, but windshield wipers. Both legs go to the left and then both go to the right. Slowly develop that movement just a little bit away from the vertical. Oh, people have different images of windshield wipers in their cars. So let's take, instead of taking them in and then out, take them both to the left and then both to the right. Both to the left and both to the right. Do it slowly and with control. It's not like you're throwing them. It's like you're gently turning two handles that are going to, what is going to happen? They're going to turn your pelvis a little bit. Do you feel your pelvis? Left side lifts when your legs go to the right. Right side lifts when your legs go to the left. Just follow that. Both legs going left and right. And again, that little um, person that was sitting on your shoulder blade to watch the movement now is now sitting somewhere in your low back and is feeling, are your vertebrae turning left and right as your legs turn, as your pelvis turns? And how far up your spine does that go? Is it just a few vertebrae at the bottom? That little... Uh, Voyager, we're starting 
somewhere in your lumbar spine and was going to keep on moving up your spine to feel how far up your spine as your whole lower legs go left and right. So your whole lower legs tilt to the left and tilt to the right, not just your feet, but your whole lower legs tilt left, tilt right. And just easy and in control. You could easily throw your legs from side to side and wrench your back, make yourself unhappy. So just easily what's in control, just so this little uh, voyageur can come up your spine and look and feel how far up your spine the vertebrae participate, which means your chest too and everything. Easy. And then you can bring your legs down and take another rest and shift your position, your head, anything you want to shift so it's comfortable to rest. Even while you're resting, it can be uh, quite unusual for us or unhabitual to stay face down like this, sometimes even cushion or pillow right under the sternum, like under the base of the neck or under the shoulders when you're lying face down during the rest can can give you some support for your neck. You'll probably get rid of it when you start to move because it'll get in the way, but for resting, be a nice support. And then again, return to placing your hands under your forehead, one on top of the other, elbows out to the side. Bend your knees and take your knees further apart than you uh, might normally have them, a little further apart. And again, begin to take your knees, both of them to the left, sorry, not your knees, but your feet, take them both to the left, both to the right, tilting your whole lower leg, so sort of rolling on your, your feet kind of are just going along for the ride. They're not passive. They're not active. They're just going along for the ride as you tilt your lower legs left and right. Oh, but now you are going to do something with your feet. So the next idea is that as you go to each side, bend your ankles so that you lengthen your heel. And as you come up through the center, extend your ankles. So as you go to each side, you bend your ankles, lengthen your heel. And as you come up to the center, you extend your ankles, lengthen your forefoot. And just try that. Try to turn that into a smooth, still just a smooth going left and right. You're not stopping anywhere, but you're adding to it, bending and extending your ankles. Uh It might make quite a difference to how you're rolling your pelvis from side to side, what you're doing with your length of your spine, your chest. And just play with that. Get that as smooth and easy. You're doing, it's not as bad as patting your stomach and rubbing your head, or vice versa. No, patting your head and rubbing your stomach. It's not that weird. But still, maybe bending and extending your ankles makes you stop with your legs so you're not just going smoothly from side to side. So that gives you something to attend to and to try to smooth out. 
So you can extend and flex your ankles as you're going from side to side without either of those things getting stuck or stopped at any point. And then bring your legs down and take a rest. Take a rest uh, however you like, face down. And then again, take your knees, your legs a little bit further apart than you would have them if you weren't instructed to do that, a little bit further apart than what feels normal for you. Bend your knees so your feet are towards the ceiling. And begin again this taking both your lower legs to the left, both to the right. Bend your ankles as you go to the side. Lengthen your ankles as you go through the center. Same idea. And then as you go from side to side, also begin to lift the elbow that it would be easiest to lift. And I'm going to suggest that that means as you take your legs to the right, you lift your left elbow. And as you take your legs to the left, you lift your right elbow. So you lift the elbow on the opposite side to the direction your knees are going. And now we're patting our heads, rubbing our belly buttons, and tapping our feet. So take your time. You might make a few mistakes, you might lose track, maybe your legs start to get jerky, and you start to stop and start. So just do it many, many times, slowly, gently, looking for the ease and the coordination, and really interesting, your ability to think all those pieces together as one movement. Knees from side to side, and maybe your head starts to move a little. Maybe it's not entirely independent of your elbows and your feet and your legs. Again, you're kind of bending at the wrist in each arm as you lift each elbow feel that you're able to keep the palm of your hand, the heel of your palm, touching the floor, and you can really kind of bend in the wrist to let the elbow lift. Great. And then leave that. Come onto your backs and take a rest on your back. up over your chest again 
And now cross your hands between your legs so that you slide your right hand in the crease of your left knee and your left hand in the crease of your right knee. And a few times, bring your knees towards you and lift your head towards your knee really easily at the same time. You're not trying to do any kind of major exercise move or anything. You're just lengthening the whole length of your back from the base of your skull to your pelvis just a couple of times. And then leave that stretch at your legs and take a rest. Roll your head from side to side. Roll your head. Look towards the left. Look towards the right. And feel, remember at the beginning of a lesson, you felt what's that spot in the back of your head that rests on the floor. Feel how you're rolling. Feel how that place of contact in the back of your head moves. So make a straight line from side to side or an arc. So go in different directions on one side. It doesn't feel like it wants to rub, like you'd actually roll your head rubbing against the floor. And can you distinguish those two things? Maybe if you were rolling your head, can you turn your face rubbing the back of your head a few times? Do it easily and lightly. It's not so hard to strain your neck doing this, so really... Just so you feel the feel and the direction and the idea. Don't try to do anything big, but turning your nose to the right and your back of your head to the left and vice versa. Just so you feel it a couple times. And then leave that and do the opposite. Just roll your head and let that point of contact with the floor change so that you're not rubbing. So your head sort of, it's like rolling a pencil on a table. Your head rolls, the point of contact changes, your Nose turns left and right, but the back of your head just rolls. It doesn't really turn. And feel what's different about that, how that's different. And again, leave that and rest. Roll over onto your stomach. And with your knees a good distance apart, bend your knees, put your feet to the ceiling with your knees a good distance apart, your face down on the back of your hands, one hand on top of the other. 
and take your lower legs from side to side, bending your ankles as you go to the side, extending them as you come through the middle, bending to the side. And now begin to lift the opposite elbow. So as you take your knees to the right, lift your right elbow. As you take your knees, as you take your feet to the left, lift your left elbow. So you're lifting on the same side that you're tilting your feet towards. It might be less obvious, less easy a movement than lifting the elbow on the more obvious side. So go slowly, lift it small. So as you tilt your feet to the right, you lift your right elbow on the same side. So it feels like you're almost taking your back in opposite directions. As you tilt your legs to the left, you lift your left elbow. With your knees further apart than you might otherwise have them. Take your knees far apart and go from side to side. And can you lift your elbow and tilt your legs at the same time instead of doing first one and then the other? Come onto your back and take a rest on your back, lengthen your legs. Bring your legs up over your chest and reach between your legs now to take hold of your ankles or the outside edges of your foot, your left hand with your left foot, your right hand with your right foot on each side, but over the top, kind of over the top of your foot and then to take hold or just your... um, just your pant leg, but on the same side so your arms aren't crossed. Your right hand takes hold of your right foot. Your left hand takes hold of your left foot. Yeah, on your ankles or on your outside of your foot. And then just a few times, lift your feet towards the ceiling and lift your head at the same time. Whole length of your back lengthens. The back of your leg lengthens. It's not a big stretch or a big effort or anything. Just easily You can even do it in your imagination, or you can actually do it. Just lift your legs, lengthen your back, lengthen from base of your neck to your tailbone. Just a few times, easy. And then leave it and stretch out and take a rest. And then come over onto your stomach. So. 
onto your stomach, onto your stomach, yeah. And place your uh, right hand on top of your left. And now place your left temple or your left cheek on top of your right hand. So you're looking to the right. Your right temple or right cheek is resting on top on the back of your right hand. And your right hand's on top of your left hand. Your legs a comfortable distance apart. And begin to turn the heel of your right leg in towards the center. Leave your leg long. Both legs long on the floor. Both legs are long on the floor. Yeah, both legs are long on the floor. And you just like roll the whole length of your leg. Roll your heel in. Just easily and you feel your pelvis start to roll. You're rolling on your knee. The um, top of your foot can be resting on the floor. You don't have to plant your toes. Just roll that leg. And begin gradually to grow that. So you roll your heel to the inside and begin to bend your knee. Roll your heel to the inside and begin to bend your knee. Like you're going to draw your knee up on the floor towards yourself. Don't do it all at once. Do it a little bit at a time. This is with your right leg and your face is looking right. So it should be the same side that your face is facing to. And actually, let's all do something different with our right hand for now. Plant your right hand next to your shoulder on the floor with your elbow in the air. Plant your right hand. And take your left arm down alongside you, so palm up alongside you. And now everything in your upper shoulders is going to, in your shoulders, in your upper back is going to help you. Bend your right leg and draw your right knee up towards you and you roll your pelvis back. You might even roll your body back a little. Your right hand can help a little bit. You draw your knee up towards yourself on the floor and then lengthen and put it down again. And you might even as you do that, take your face to look towards your knee. So move your head on the floor a little so you look towards your knee as your knee comes towards you. Under your arm, so your forearm, your actual elbow can actually stand over your hand and help you, provide you. Yeah, stand over your hand and help you. Bend your knee towards you. You look towards your head. You don't have to lift your leg high. Actually, although it's interesting, do something. Bring your knee up to a place where you feel like you could stop and stay there for a while. So this is also part of our individual fingerprint. There's some height of the need to be where it just feels like, aha, that for me, if I had to rest, that's where I'd rest. My whole spine can feel the support for my knee through my thigh. That's kind of like another home position, one of our many home positions. If you slide your knee down two inches, you feel less stable. If you slide your knee up two inches, you feel less stable. Just notice that. Find that place for you that's like your home on the side, half on the side. And breathe. Feel how you can breathe there. And then bring your leg down again. And now think of something different with your head. Think your head is going to where your left side of your face is on the floor you're going to keep that on the floor. You're not going to slide it. You're not going to move your head. You're not going to look down towards your knee. And now very slowly begin to, again, roll your right leg, roll your heel to the inside and begin to draw it up. 
But you don't take it any farther than you can go easily. At some point, if you keep going, maybe your neck will feel. Because I've just introduced a kind of an idea to your head that your head can't do just anything to help your knee. Your head has to stay in a certain place. So just find what's the extent of the movement of your leg where your neck feels okay with that, with staying put, with your head staying put. Leave that and just take a little rest. You can stay in your stomach. You can place your arms, your head, whatever way you like, just to take a rest. Again, place your right hand on top of your left, your left hand, so both hands underneath your face, and turn your face to look to the right, so your left cheek or your left temple is resting on the back of your right hand. And now you're going to, now you'll keep your head, your arms, your elbows, keep them like this, and begin to roll your right heel to the inside and begin to draw your knee up along the floor, turning your pelvis backwards. And only go as far as you want to go now that you've got your head and your shoulders and your elbows and everything in this more particular position. Because now this really asks something different to happen with your left shoulder blade, something different to happen with your neck. Something different to happen all the length of your spine so that your neck and shoulder can do this. You just feel for yourself what's different about drawing your knee up. And maybe you don't draw your knee up as far. Maybe it's a smaller movement when you have your shoulders and your head in this position. Leave that and come onto your back and take a rest. Roll your head from side to side. Feel how your head rolls in the one direction and the other. Might roll much more easily to one side than the other now. And then come onto your stomach again.
place your uh, left hand on top of your right now, and now your right cheek on the back of your left hand. So you're looking to the left. And begin very slowly to roll your left heel to the inside. So you're just rolling the whole length of your left leg easily. Roll. And slowly grow that so you begin at the point where it feels like it makes sense to bend your left knee. Your pelvis, the left side of your pelvis is rolling backwards. You're rolling towards your right. And let your knee begin to come up on the floor. So your whole lower leg, the whole sort of inside border of your lower leg can stay on the floor the whole time. And your foot can stay extended. So when you lengthen your leg, the top of your foot's on the floor. And if it's unclear or not comfortable at the beginning, you can always start with your left hand helping you. You can stand your left hand next to your shoulder, and you can get your right shoulder out of the way by extending your right arm down alongside you. If you want to, you can do it a few times that way. Just because you want to give yourself that feeling and that idea that your whole back can turn, that your pelvis can turn, chest can turn. Keeps you from getting a mat burn on the inside of your right knee, left knee, I mean. Just a few times. Give yourself the idea of how much you can help your knee pull up by rolling backwards using your whole self. And then when you feel comfortable with that, you can come to this more um, differently organized position of your head and your shoulders, placing your left hand on top of your right and placing your right cheek on the back of your left hand. So now you just draw your knee up as far as you can draw it, comfortably, easily, without straining anywhere between your coccyx and your... uh, This place where your neck and your shoulders and your elbows and your head are all kept in this configuration. It would be quite a delicious feeling the way all these hidden ribs and vertebrae at the top of the back now start to move to let this happen. Slide around between your shoulder blades, clavicles at the front, quite different options. And then you can leave that and roll onto your back. Bring your knees up over your chest and now take your right arm and slip it underneath both of your knees from the outside. And with your left arm, reach across and take hold of your right elbow in front of your, oh, I bet you it's underneath your legs. It's really interesting to do it on top of your legs, but I bet you it's meant to be underneath your legs. I was doing this several times this week, and I was thinking, oh, that's so interesting. But when I look at you right now, I think he probably just meant underneath your legs, take hold of your elbow from the other side. Okay, and lift your head and lengthen your legs towards the ceiling at the same time. Let the whole length of your back. If you want to do this other thing, you can do it too. I thought it was pretty interesting. Lift your head, lengthen your legs towards the ceiling at the same time. So your legs lengthening, your knees pushing out a little bit as you lift your head. 
Just a few times. Great. Let's counteract all this extension we've been doing. A little balance. Good. And then leave that. Stretch out. And just feel how. How you rest on the floor now. How your legs rest. Their length. The whole area of your back, are there different ribs that are touching the floor or resting on the floor now? Is the back of your neck relating to the floor differently? Different distance, shape. That spot at the back of your head, is it the same spot? If you open your eyes, do you look forward at the same spot? How your shoulders rest, your arms... Then whenever you're ready at your own pace, you can come up to sit, come up to stand, and take it all for a walk.